0: Welcome everybody to the inaugural episode of Granite Talk, a general interest podcast focusing on issues of interest to residents of the Granite State and more specifically the Souhegan Valley. Today we are fortunate to have Nancy Amato and Joelle Martin with us to talk about their latest venture, Milford Thrives. Nancy is the board president and co-founder of Milford Thrives. She is a longtime resident of Milford, married to Paul Amato with three grown daughters and six amazing grandchildren. She has been a member of the board of the Boys and Girls Club of Sohegan Valley for over 15 years and is a member of Milford's Recycling and Solid Waste Committee. Previously, Nancy focused on community philanthropy with her family business, Aline Candles. She served as a member of Milford's Board of Selectmen and was both town and school district moderator. Joelle is also a co founder of Milford Thrives and serves as its executive director. She lives in Milford with her husband, Don Brzezinski, and they have a grown daughter. Joelle currently serves as New Hampshire State Representative for Milford and is Vice Chair of the Division of the House Finance Division Three Committee, and she is on the Steering Committee for the Children's Caucus. She also serves on the board of the Boys and Girls Club of South Valley, as well as the Steering Committee for CAST, Community Action for Safe Teens, which recently received a grant from the White House's Drug-Free Community Program. She has an MS in Early Childhood Education, an MED in Special Education, and an MBA. Joelle previously worked as a preschool teacher, special educator, and a publishing executive. Welcome to both of you. Thanks for coming.
1: Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Tim. It's great to be here. Why
0: don't we just start off, I don't know who wants to start off, but what is Milford Thrives? What What is it at a very high level?
1: Sure. So at a high level, we launched Milford Thrives to really focus on Milford specifically within uh, Sahegan Valley and building a healthy, resilient, connected community. So we were looking really at three major areas. We were envisioning Milford to be a place where all young children grow up in a nurturing, supportive environment. And by young children, I mean really birth to, to up to the school age, because we know we have public uh, full day kindergarten, but we're really focusing on you know those early years. Um, we also, also envision Milford to be a place where all community members—yes, children, young adults, families, and our seniors—are healthy and feel connected.
0: Okay, that was going to be one of my questions. We can get to it yeah. later about seniors because I didn't see, see a lot on the website about seniors, so that's mm-hmm. good.
1: Mm-hmm. And in and a recent—and we'll talk more about that because in a recent United Way um, focus group, they talked specifically about the needs around our seniors in Milford. So. And then, really, the other piece is really looking at the environment and our environment, and how how can we educate you know our, our Milford residents and our community on how to steward our, our local resources.
0: Okay, great, great. So, okay, so you said there's the three the th- three major areas, which essentially children, parenting, environment, and community building. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. So, why don't we start with the children stuff? So. Is this and I, I spent a lot of time yesterday preparing for this on your website. Great. So at least the children part, do you is that primarily just like a resource? Like you you a place where you can go and find out, you know, tips on parenting and things like that.
1: Yeah, so the United Way started a greater Nashua Smart Start Coalition about three years ago. And Catherine Kendall, who's at the Boys and Girls Club, and I went, I with my early childhood teacher hat on. And it's been a great collaborative effort where we just where we meet with other early pr- childhood providers, teachers, service providers, parents, and really talk about this this young child space. So fast forward, um, probably a couple years in, I actually met with former principal Nancy McGuire and our special services director Mike Hatfield, and talked to them about. About our Milford kids um, before they reach kindergarten, and they were saying that you know there's so many there's so many connections we could make with those young families before they show up at our door, mm-hmm. and I agreed, and we kind of were brainstorming about well what are ways we can really connect them to the community and support the young children, and and we came up with a couple ideas, and then. Lo and behold, last July, the same Greater Nashua Smart Start Coalition had some grant seed money, and they were looking for projects on how to engage and support young families. So Nancy and I had been on the board at the Boys and Girls Club together, and are good friends, and had always talked about, you know, different ways. You know, they're they're um, such generous and good stewards in Milford. Different ways we could we could work together to Mm -hmm. to support that initiative. And here, this grant opportunity came. So. I applied for this opportunity, um, the grant opportunity, and really presented it to them as a three-pronged effort. Looking at, okay, connect with every young, ch- every young baby, every baby that's born in Milford should get welcome to our community. Mm-hmm. So that's step one. Um, and then, how do we connect and engage young parents, making sure they're connected to? All the other incredible service providers, and you know the library, the schools, the Boys and Girls Club, REC. Mm-hmm. We have so much going on. But how do they know what's going on, especially for their young children? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the third piece is Milford's a part of the Greater Nashua. Um, what do you call it the cashment area if you okay. will yep. so if you look at, at um, services you know whether it's early intervention services so supports for maybe developmental delays or at risk or you know all of uh, almost all of our services are provided in Nashua so for one some residents don't know mm-hmm. that, that we have access to those even though we're in Milford and for two, sometimes they're difficult to access because they're so far away. All right. So the big part was forming this connection or being a bridge to resources they might be looking for. You know, hey, I have questions on on this speech issue with my child, or I'm looking for a play group, I'm looking for fun, free things to do, those kind of things. So this is for so, all
0: children, not just children that may be falling through the cracks. For oh, no absolutely. Right
1: now no, absolutely not. I That was another big big part of what we wanted to do is I, I really see Milford, it's such a inclusive community and and being, you know, with my state hap- hat on, I see how everything's sliced and diced and, oh, these peop- this, this sector gets this and this sector. No, very much an all-inclusive, how do we build community for young parents, caregivers, and, the, and young children. So the grant opportunity, basically, we, we, we applied for, yes, welcome, baby. So it is an outreach right from the get-go. When every infant's born, they do hear from us. At town hall, they get a little greeting, hello, and a a certificate that says, hey, stop by for your welcome baby package. But yeah, I mean, really looking at how do we reach every newborn and every caregiver. Um, So... Then they're, they're, we basically follow up with them with a little card. I, I kind of brought you a, a Yeah, so a that's, that's this Welcome
0: Baby program you t- yeah. had talking on your website. So what, yeah. what, what do they get?
1: So what they get is they get... Oh, I'll come back. Okay. But I want to grab this. Okay. So ultimately, this is just step one. This is the intro package. What they get is they literally get a little bundle in a Milford Thrives bag, and the, they get a little Milford Thrives onesie for the baby. A blanket of their choice. We have all these incredible knitters in the community that are making baby hats so they can pick out what baby hat they want. Um, They get a board book that's, I love you so much. Uh, (laughs) How much I love you. And then also just key resources. So they get a a bookmark from the library because they're one of our community partners too Mm -hmm. with all the story times listed. They get a, a... flyer from the CDC. That's all about the developmental milestones. So child development milestones, when your baby's born, when your baby's three months, when your baby's six months. So they can learn about child development as much as they want. Yep. And then they get a connection to our online resource. Okay. So the Young Child and Parenting website, which is a part of our Milford Thrives website, but it it has its own separate URL, Mm -hmm. is basically going to have four areas and it's updated regularly It's going to have a family funds. It does have a family funds section. So it updates them on community events, um, whether it's at the Boys and Girls Club, through REC, through the library, other events, Greater Nashua, letting them know about, yeah. So that's really fun. And then it has a child development section. So it actually has a, you can go and look at, you know, well, wait, my baby's six months now. I want to learn about what they're, you know, what Mm -hmm. they're doing. And then how can I support their healthy development? Um, what's going on. Maybe there's a parenting class. So um, the other thing they can do in the parenting corner is find out about events like parenting connections, whether it's a drop-in for a play group or there's a new class. And again, this is another part of what we're doing is bridging, bridging our our, um, young families to resources. There's a family resource center in Nashua that was offering a parenting, six-week parenting class for young parents. And they were looking to bring it to Milford, so we worked with the Boys and Girls Club, and they're going to be starting a, a, a class and with childcare, free, nice, supported by the Family Resource Center. So this going to happen Girls Club. right at the Boys and Girls Club. So right,
0: you, and you guys will be just connect people over there.
1: Exactly, and then our partners share, and the library will help us promote it, like let parents know. So we're really a bridge to bring all of our resources that we already have, all mm-hmm. these partners that we have. To, to, to support parents in their parenting efforts. So there's, you know, the, the, the family, uh, the uh, parenting resource section, and then the community connector section. And the community connector is really, I'm um, looking for, you know, I heard this thing about WIC. What is WIC? Right. I was told I was eligible. And in that particular instance, I'd say, oh, you need to talk to Daria and Chris Jansen at SHARE. Mm-hmm. And it's a warm handoff. I can connect them. So they're not just like navigating, I don't know if you've ever gotten on 2-1-1, but <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's, our, it's our statewide system and it's very clunky. So it's really just being a resource, being a connector for parents. So it's got the welcome baby, it's got the website, and then it's got this live live connection Do, you, do you have
0: any plans to so. add a social media aspect to it so people can actually go on and say, hey, I'm having this problem?
1: Yes, yeah, so we already have a Facebook page. Uh, Milford Thrives, and we will get there. We've been really busy building the infrastructure of the program and mm-hmm. the website. The website we're going to make more interactive, and there are a ton of links there where they can literally reach out to Milford Thrives with questions, ideas. Mm-hmm. What I would love is to have parents be able to add content, too. Oh, So great. that's definitely in the future, um, for sure. Excellent. So, yeah, so that's that program. And, and again, that program was funded. We, did, we applied for the the grant from the United Way and we, we received it so we were oh, really
0: that's excited. That's, ex- that's excellent. Okay so the next the next um, focus group I guess is the environment mm-hmm. which I'm guessing yes. Nancy that's you yes. just because I know you. <laughs> Huge. So what, what's going on with that?
2: So for me it started going to the sustainability fair at the Wilton High School last April or May and it started out with a bamboo toothbrush and I had never even thought about that a plastic toothbrush was going to take a thousand years to degrade, not biodegrade, but degrade into tiny particles. It's either going to get burned or or just a th- billions and billions of toothbrushes. So it really started with a bamboo toothbrush that you can compost. Mm-hmm. And it kind of went from there. I was looking online and I came across Bea Johnson. Uh, she's a, a woman who lives in California and she started this movement of zero waste. She wrote the Zero Waste Home. And um, for her, she kept making less and less waste in her family until it came to a point in time where she had a small jar that was a year's worth of trash. And I was really impressed that she could do that. And I started to, to do some of the things that One she suggested. One jar for a whole year? A whole One year. jar yeah, for a whole family of four. Wow. One jar for a whole year. And I thought, I, I love... I love um, projects. That that probably
0: excludes recycling, I'm guessing. She doesn't, like, consume it all at home.
2: First off, yeah, recycling is kind of way down on what she does. She starts by refusing things, first off. And um, so she refuses, and then recycling is about the fourth thing. Rot is, you know, composting is kind of her fifth thing. Hmm. But she just, her lifestyle just impressed me so much, so I, I... emailed her one evening and i said would you be willing to come to milford new hampshire and she said she she would so she's going to be here may 19th
0: great yeah uh, i did see that on your website And where'd you say she's from again she's from california and she's coming all the way she's here. coming
2: yep she's got the airstream with her husband they're traveling all over and doing speaking engagements and um
0: i wonder if i can get her for a podcast oh, probably you I'll could she's going to be
2: staying here for a few days in town so right. i'm excited i'll
0: reach out to you later about that yeah <laughs>
2: So so we're having her come. It's Tuesday, May 19th, um, 7 p.m. at the Amato Center at the Boys and Girls Club, and it's a free event. Donations will be appreciated. Mm-hmm. But she's she's not talking about... Not everybody's going to be able to do that small jar right? Um, of trash. A so small
0: she, jar a week would be awesome. Would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But she's saying, even if, if all of us just do a little bit, right. it's going to make a huge difference. And then I started... Joel told me about a, a program that was happening up at the state where they were looking at the solid waste and recycling, mm-hmm. and so I went up there for some of their hearings and discussions, and there's a lot going on that that we can make a huge difference. Uh, 25 to 40 percent of what's going in our trash is compostable, and that's wow. just getting. It's either being burned or buried in the landfills, creating methane. So um, Milford Thrives, we, we thought, well, let's do a compost, Milford Compost Challenge. So we're starting with the Milford Compost Challenge this spring. And with uh, Celeste Filbrick barr she's mm-hmm. going to do a compost program, teaching compost at the Wadley Library.
1: Composting 101.
2: Composting 101. And that's uh, April 8th okay. this year, 630, I think? Yep, at Wadley. At Wadley Library. And she's doing it under... Um, Beaver Brook and also Milford thrives.
0: So, what's the challenge? Is it actually a contest?
2: Yeah, I, I think it is. I think at one time it was. Well, should we do it as a as a you know challenge? And mm-hmm. I thought, well, yeah, we're going to do it as a challenge. We want everybody in Milford can do it. Even if you live in an apartment, mm-hmm. there's there's ways to compost. There's this uh, Celeste set up. She and I set up a spot with some help um, at the at the recycling center in town. You can bring your compost there to do it if you if even that's part of the challenge it doesn't have to be a compost that you that you buy it can be something you make it can mm-hmm. be a pile that you do in your backyard anything that you're doing to divert the the uh, compostable materials from the from the recycling center or the trash all counts
0: and that's great so so that's going to be this one this composting one one it's a one one day event or whatever one. Yeah, that's
2: a one evening event, and then
1: so and we'll launch we'll we'll launch the composting yes. one o- the Milford Compost Challenge,
2: and do you want to go over? Sure. So, so we have um, <laughs> we have probably forty of these Earth Machines. It's kind of a, a beginner way to do composting, so
0: I have one of those.
2: You do so you. I can, got one
0: from I think from Beaver Brook if I remember yes, right. Yes.
2: Yes. So you can definitely join the Compost Challenge. Right. We want we want everybody to sign up for this, um. So you could. You could receive, I think, the first 25 or however many we have. Um, you could receive a, a free compost earth machine if you wanted to, mm-hmm. or you could do it any other way that you that you want to do it yourself, either with pallets or you know something that you already have. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're going to do some cash prizes, about a thousand dollars in cash prizes, and you know, we'll draw some names after people have done it for a few months. And they show us
0: pictures. Show us of their pictures composting and efforts. Right. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. That well, really we'll is. draw
2: some names, and they'll get uh, they'll win some cash. So I think it's we're pretty excited about that, and that's yeah. going to make a huge difference in in diverting trash out of our. It's going to save the town money too. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, Yeah. uh, absolutely. So, how is recycling going these days? I I, I hear these things now that it's really not doing much good anymore because China doesn't take it anymore and and a lot of it gets trashed and thrown away anyway. I have to say,
2: I'm not an expert. Um, Tammy at our recycling center, at the the transfer station, she's been pretty strong about saying that we need to stick with the number ones and number twos. and that doesn't, that's not the clamshell. The plastic clamshell really, right. even though it says it's a one, it's not recyclable. That's going to get burned or put in a landfill. It's its well, its pretty sad that mm-hmm. the state of how many plastic clamshells are being used these days. Yeah. So Milford's kind of, um, she's kind of hung tough and said, well, we're only going to recycle the ones and twos and and those are pretty profitable. It's the, like I said, I'm not an expert, right. you know, so, so other um, companies they will recycle the ones through sevens, and I'm just not sure yeah how long that's sustainable.
0: Yeah. Well, I've heard stories, and I don't know if it's true, but that sometimes because of contamination and they're not, they're only doing ones and twos, and and you know sometimes the the whole load will get thrown to the to the uh, it's, landfill it's anyway.
2: Pretty sad. You think that you're recycling a lot of things, and if it is contaminated, like you said, it it is is either burned or put in a landfill. Mm.
1: And part part of Milford thrives. So we do. We, if you look at our at our logo, it is it's kids, community, and the environment. Mm-hmm. So a another, a big part of our initiative is to really um, help our community learn about eco friendly practices. You know what what recycle number. You know what kind of materials should we be avoiding? Could we be avoiding? Mm-hmm. You know, there's different levels of interest, but really a lot of times it's just education. And, and Nancy's, Nancy and Celeste Barr, who's on our board, um, and, and I, along with other community members, we're collaborating with Beaver Brook Association mm-hmm. and the Recycling Committee, and really looking at this as a, as a, as a community education mm-hmm. opportunity. With these, com- you know, the composting is one effort, and, and you know, bringing BAYA here is another, and we'll really look to the community to see what they're looking for mm-hmm. to develop you know, a, additional comu- um, educational events and opportunities to learn, right, oh, Nancy? Yeah, that's
0: great. Yeah, that's oh, great. I know. I know you mentioned the bamboo toothbrushes. I have one. I think you gave it to me. I don't know if you <laughs> gave it to me or if I because I was reading your website and you and you said, um, uh, Dr. Shamali.
2: Uh, Dr. Shamali, uh, Sawhigan Valley Dental.
0: So I don't, maybe he gave it to me. Do you remember? Did you? Yes. I, I think you might have given me one at the. So
2: I think he's the first one in um, in Milford to offer bamboo toothbrushes. So I'm really excited. So that's Sawhigan Valley Dental. Dr. Shamali, I'm really impressed that he's willing to do this. That's great. And he's yeah. our
1: first eco-friendly
2: smiles partner. Yes, he is. <laughs> yeah,
0: I can go right on his website. Great. So. All right, great. So that's the uh, environmental stuff. And the third one was community, which kind of strikes me is that kind of weaves through everything probably, right? So do you have different programs that are community, under your community prong or whatever?
1: Yes, so... We can talk about that. I talked a little bit about how we envision being a community resource and bridge for young parents and and families. Um, but you know, maybe Nancy can fill you in. We had an awesome um, initiative in just in December where we did a we hosted a pajama party for the
2: children's resiliency retreat kids at the Boys Questions. and Girls Club. Yes, yeah. that's so. great. What,
0: what was that all about?
2: So um, there's a countrywide pajama program. Um, where they provide new pajamas to kids and a, and a book, so a lot of kids don't have pajamas. They it just—it was some way to kind of create a more welcoming, warm environment for them to go to, to sleep at night yeah. in times of uncertainty. So um, we decided we would try to replicate that ourselves, and so we provided pajamas to—I think there was about 30 of the kids—and then Joelle, um, they all had different interests. So Joelle picked out books that, that went with that. And then we partnered. We went to um, Bangor Savings Bank to mm-hmm. open up an account. And, and Heather Leach was there and said, wow, we've got this this program for warmth and, and comfort. And it's right up our alley. So we have a, um, they're, they're sponsoring, they sponsor those, that oh, program that's, for that's us. Great. Yeah.
0: So we did that just once, right?
2: Yep, once so far, yes. Good. And then we
0: were able to also, um, there's a,
1: a networking group within Coworking House she built this that had like a, a, a holiday event. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, why don't you guys do, you know, do something. So we actually did a book drive for Share. Oh, okay. Um, so, and Nancy and I both attended. United Way had a community um, discussion around what the needs are in the community back at Share. I'm trying to think. It was sometime um, this fall. And one of the needs that was really high on the list um mm-hmm. You know, someone from Lamprey was there. Susan Drew was there. Christine Jansen was there. It was just a really great discussion and, and kind of um, focus, hone in on where are we seeing potential needs and ways to work together to support the community more. And seniors definitely came up high they on the did. list. Mm-hmm. So again, we might we're not necessarily a service provider, so to speak, but we're really excited about working with the c- incredible community partners we have. To, to look at potential areas of need and, and, and you know, work together, we'll, we'll, you know, there are a lot of resources in Nashua that we should be tapping, mm-hmm. you know, are there, you know, potential corporate sponsors for different needs, you know, that kind of thing, but really working together to, to make sure we're following the demand and the need in our community and not vice versa.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Oh, that sounds that sounds good. You yeah. mentioned the holiday book drive. Mm-hmm. So, so what was, so you like, Gathered books and gave them out to people. What what is a book drive? Yes.
1: Yeah, so, well, we knew um, literally we had just gotten our five hundred one c three or did we even? We filed for it, the status. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were starting to talk to community partners about ways that we could support the community, and we knew that Share had their annual um, Christmas shop and to- mm-hmm. toy drive. So when the she built up built this networking group approached us, we said, "Well, why don't we do a book drive for Share?" So that literally was so. As people came to the event, their ticket in was was a oh, book okay. Okay. for a child um, in all ages. Right. So we were able to then later that week deliver um, those books to Daria yeah. to share and it's add it huge, to their nice Christmas huge collection. Shop. It was mm-hmm. awesome, and mm-hmm. for teen, you know, the full the full gamut of ages. Because oftentimes when people think toys, they think little ones, but you know there are needs for our teens and, oh, and yeah. young adults, and we we're able to do that. Um, yeah, a couple other things we've done, and, and again, we're, we're open. We're really looking to see, you know, community needs, community partner questions. But one of the other areas that that we um, hosted, a, it was more of an educational connection event, is I became aware that our DCYF Southern District office, so again, that's Nashua, but it serves Milford, mm-hmm. so they actually have a, con- um, a best practice... Um, specific individual in their office who's focused on supporting families and children that live in a home of substance misuse. So the the person's title is actually called a drug-exposed infant specialist, which, you know, well, what's that? Well, so I reached out because I work with Monica on CAST, right? Mm, And I reached out to the schools, the social workers, and we included Daria and Susan (laughs) Drew, and you know, people in the community that that would be interested in meeting this person and finding out. Wow! So, if we have questions, if our families have questions in in Milford, you know, we're not on our own. You you can help them. You know, you, mm-hmm. and it was awesome. So, we just invited her out, the DCYF district manager out, and we literally had a community conversation up in the up in the um, conference room upstairs. Mm-hmm. So, it's really it's a bridge. It's it's all about. Um, you know, building our knowledge, building our capacity as a community to support every member of our community so they can thrive,
0: mm-hmm. really. Oh, that's great.
2: And with She Built This, there's a woman who does speech therapy. Yeah. So she's, you know, yeah, interested um, in helping here too. Off
0: top of my head, I can't remember her, her name. She spoke at Rotary a couple of weeks ago.
1: Ardith? Was she Was she the one? Ardith?
0: Is she the one that d- does the podcast? She also has a podcast, She Built This?
2: Oh, Emily. Emily, Emily yes. Aborn. Yes. Emily, yes. Yeah, yeah. No. Yes. And Ardeth is in that group. Right.
1: Right. Like within that group that she built us networking group and now we're a part of it. Um, there's, there was a, there's one individual Ardeth and I'll have to get you her name. Um, but (laughs) she, she actually is a speech therapist, like Mm -hmm. Nancy said, and works with young families and young children to help if they're having communication, speech issues, any developmental concerns. And you know, within the last couple of weeks, she's actually moved to Milford with her family too. Oh, nice! So it's it's just nice. We, it's we're, a building, great connection. we're building. We're mm-hmm. building a um, a network of people that we know are experts and that can help families and communities in different ways if if they're looking for you know depending mm-hmm. on what they're looking for.
2: So we went to one of the she built this um, meetings and just spoke. We were we were allowed to speak for a few minutes, and and by the time we were left there, we had probably three or four people that are willing willing to help with a pajama party. Oh, and, great. And I think I was definitely in tears
0: when I left, thinking, mm-hmm.
2: wow, people are just really kind and nice and willing to help. And
0: That is very know. true in this area. There's a lot yes. of people that, you know.
2: Yeah, so the
1: reception for the Milford Thrives in general and the programs has been incredible. Um, like Nancy said about Bangor Savings Bank, I mean, literally she went in to open our account and, and there's, you know, Heather Leach. And she's like, wait, what are you doing? That's so cool. We had one of those people
0: that I just Absolutely. referred to. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We're
1: so lucky in our community, yeah. right, to have every, all these people that care. And at that, she built this event when we had a chance to talk to people. You know, one woman's like, well, I want to give them, I want to give Milford Thrives, count me in for, you know, free complimentary Milford Thrives bags for your pajama party kids. So then we ended up getting Milford Thrives bag for the Welcome Baby program through her, right? hmm people gave we have what we call an Im, a welcome baby ambassador program because mm-hmm. people wanted to sponsor a baby so they they just gave us a check yeah. and as individuals and as companies
2: are looking at sponsoring things it's been phenomenal we have a pair of sisters who are their goal is to make 100 baby hats little oh, crocheted wow. knitted baby hats yeah. they're adorable and
0: I think I see one over there is that one of them yes it, yeah. yes it is yes it is So if
1: parents come in here to pick up their bundles mm-hmm. you know they can pick out their hat um, but uh, oftentimes what we're finding out is what's working well is we just we drop off the baby bags for them because you have a new baby at home mm-hmm. and especially right now with things the way they are yeah. you know it, we're happy to, to have a special delivery service and just mm-hmm. drop it off and congratulate them at the door and say hey we're so glad the baby's arrived and oh, welcome
2: to the community.
0: That, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Um, so, what's the future hold? What do you want to do? Where well, do you f- see this in five years? Oh,
2: in five years. <laughs> we're right, so Or so even a year. <laughs> yeah, right now we're, we're <laughs> with the the baby welcome baby program launch. That that's um, kind of in the midst of that.
0: I'm mm-hmm.
2: um, handing out the bags and, and getting them to the families. Um,
0: Have you done a lot of babies yet?
2: I think Joelle's had.
1: Yeah, some. we've had. So, believe it or not, Milford has about hundred babies born a year. So instead of just launching in, in... Those
0: are born to families in Milford. Born not, to families that live in Milford. Mostly in Ashmore, I'm guessing. Right,
1: at the hospitals right. or right at the birth cottage. But yeah, 100 babies born. So instead of just launching going forward, we actually went back. We got the lists of 2018 and 2019 babies. And for those families who we could find the address, we actually reached out. We sent them a little card and welcomed to them and offered them, you know, to swing by the office. Wow. But we're really focused on going forward too. So, mm-hmm. you know, 10, 12 babies born a month, you know, we get the the birth records and, and we're reaching out, you know, there's a little coupon. We have um, sponsored little birth certificate folders at town hall mm-hmm. for, for a value add that, um, you know, they're happy to provide a little jacket and it, it gives them information about Milford Thrive. So right away, they, they know about the website, and they have that as a resource. Hmm. Um, but there's also a coupon that lets them connect and get their baby gift. Well, that's great. So yeah. Well, I'll put in a
0: plug. I'm going to be a grandfather for <gasps> the first time this summer. So I know wow. you're not talking to grandchildren yet, but maybe maybe you'll get to there someday. Oh, no, yeah.
1: so <laughs> Of course, <laughs> yeah. of course. No, absolutely. So we actually um, p- I posted about the Welcome Baby program on, on our Facebook page and shared it on the Milford Residence page just this week, mm-hmm. and a grandmother reached out and said, my daughter just had a grandchild, a, a little girl, and this is where they live. Can you bring her a bundle? And I said,
2: absolutely. Mm, that's great. So, that's yeah, super. it's it's that.
0: <laughs> but you're probably not going to go back to, like, the late 80s, early 90s yeah. for my kids, <laughs> no?
2: <laughs> no, but we could definitely get get one for your new grandchild. Okay. Yeah, yeah that for that'd sure. That would be awesome. That would be great. So, the, so the, you would ask about the focus, and also the, the compost challenge, getting that geared up, I think is, is going to take a little bit of time this spring. So we're pretty Good. excited about Excellent. that. Yeah. Do, you, do
0: you envision it, this being a facility ever or is it always just a program? I mean, do you facility, you know, like the Boys Girls Club having a place?
1: I think that, I think you have, have talked about this on your podcasts too. I mean, Nancy and I are involved in many different um, mm-hmm. providers in the community. I think we have so many great partners that have the resources and the space. Yeah. We really see ourselves as the connector, the filler, whatever role we play. I don't necessarily see us being a direct service provider
2: or a space provider. But no, I don't right? think so. I think the, the Wiley Library. Right.
0: right. Well, that was well, one of the things when I was reading your yeah. website, I was thinking to myself, uh, unfortunately, they, their warrant to, to expand failed. But yeah. it's, it's such a needed resource, and this sort of thing, I think, is, you know, the libraries of the future are more this kind of stuff, community centers and, and places where people connect rather than the old-fashioned go and look in the Dewey Decimal System mm-hmm. card catalogs. And that's what people think they are, so that's why they vote no, because they don't need libraries anymore. But, yeah, I mean, I would think, you know, the synergy between this kind of thing and the library and maybe a community center someday...
2: Yeah, the library is great—a great partner. I mean, the story times that they do, yeah. the baby lap sits—they're yeah. hugely popular. Yeah,
1: it's I'll a, be there Monday actually yeah. at the family story time, and then they've invited me to stop by baby lap to have information
2: about the welcome baby program. And wow. that's a great way for for parents and babies and families to connect and and meet each other and. Mm-hmm. And so we need we need buildings like the library. Yep, yeah, I, and I they're agree. already doing so much they are for
1: our for our young families and our seniors. So we're partnering with them on the environment stuff too. Yes,
2: that's true. so yeah. And then I went to mention that Beaver Brook is co-sponsoring the, the Bay of Johnson visit. Oh, so that, great! I'll definitely go to. Yeah, and I think she's that. also planning to go to the Milford Middle School for for uh, during the day on Tuesday, the nineteenth May nineteenth.
0: Oh, maybe. So to speak maybe to the students. Maybe we get her to speak to Rotary as well. Yeah. The, the wheels oh. are turning now.
2: There you go. She Those would are... love it. I mean, so she's, she's yeah. around. She's definitely passionate about her what she's talking about. Good. Yeah. So, and again, I, if, I think for the future, um,
1: we're, we're really looking for the community to dictate the needs mm-hmm. and to be a partner with the existing, our existing partners now. And fill fill those needs. So Do that you ever see can reaching
0: drive. out beyond Milford?
2: I think at this point, Milford's Milford's our home. Mm-hmm. Milford's our passion for both of us. We're yeah. both pretty passionate about giving back to the town and and yeah. for our citizens. And and I think these things can be replicated in other towns too. Right. The Greater Nashua Smart Start, when the United Ways
1: Smart Start program, when they when they saw our grant application, they were like, oh this would be such a great model because like mm-hmm. you know like amherst like um, you know i'm trying to think of the uh, the towns around uh, greater nashua we are one of the the towns that greater nashua is, is that were part of their catchment mm-hmm. um, and they're looking at it as potentially a satellite model that that they could adopt and use for other towns so it's That's,
0: do you know of many similar programs across the country or something
2: now this is Joelle's brainchild. I <laughs> she came to me and was telling me about it, and I'm just so impressed with the ideas that she has and her passion and Yeah. So and I was a, I good. mean, I was a preschool teacher mm-hmm. um and,
1: and and you know I'm a state rep. So for me, I, I'm a systems thinker. So I see New Hampshire's very unique in, in that we have we certainly have state s- state um, public education and we ha- have a system of support, but it's really locally driven. Our every um, community, every local community, is so different. Mm-hmm. And I see where where Milford's awesome, of course, because we live here. But it, it's it's small enough that we can we all work together so well. Mm-hmm. And and there it's there's not a lot of ter- You know, it's all oh, what can we do get do together? How do, how can we leverage resources mm-hmm. locally? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also big enough so that we can attract some grant funding and so that we can, you know, I, I, s- I see the, the resources in Greater Nashua that we, we, c- we can leverage in, and I see the partners we can all work with together. So it's, it's very unique. It's really looking at, well, what do we need here in Milford and how can we make this happen? And, again, all, everyone's been fantastic, and Nancy's been a great partner. We're, we're so excited to do the work and, and really we well, build it you out. You can just
0: hear the, the enthusiasm oozing out of you guys.
2: I do have one very pie in the sky wish for Milford. And um, I've mentioned it to our state senator, Shannon Chanley. So I, I'm not sure if it would ever happen. But in Alaska, Accuriri, Alaska, mm-hmm. the red stoplights in town, all the red stoplights in town are red hearts. <laughs> <That's> a, <laughs> it is. That's a nice goal, I guess. It is. And I just think
0: People, Get rid of the flashing one out in, on the right, fr- on front of the oval there.
2: People come in. I mean, they could maybe do it at the end of Heron Pond School. Have ever instead of having a red stop light, it, it could be a heart shaped. I just think it would just create a little bit more calmness and. That's a good and, idea,
0: actually. Yeah. I, I wonder if there is a. Well, you might know. You're you're a rep. Whether there actually are. Um, I know there's, there's a, a manual, the Uniform Traffic Something Something <laughs> manual that you have to follow for stop signs and stuff like that. Right. So I'm almost guessing that you would have to get our representatives involved yes. to allow that. R-
2: rules yep. do need to probably be changed. <laughs> yep, and there's the state
1: level, and then there's the local ordinances. So mm-hmm. it's it's a naviga- you know a navigational thing, could but be it's something we're looking the, into for all sure. All over
0: the
2: state of New Hampshire, this could, yeah. could be happening.
0: Or we could just hang a heart around all existing... Um, <laughs> Stop lights. We could.
1: Well, that's, and, and really, if you think of that final idea, Nancy's, goal, you know, vision, that's what Milford Thrives is all about. It's that, yeah. it, the power of connection, right? Mm-hmm. For every member of our community, feel connected, know who they can go to, you know, looking for supports or just, you know, living as a community together, valuing each other and what we bring and making sure we
2: all thrive. So well that's said. Incredible.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. So how can people help? Well,
2: it's been awesome. Oh, join the compost challenge. Oh, okay. That would be number one. Um, I'm going to get some bamboo toothbrushes out there. I have some here, and I'm going to be getting them out to Milford residents. If you that like a bamboo been, toothbrush, that would
0: have been great to do with the poles. Yes, Stand. that's true. That's true. That would have been
1: yeah. good. Yeah, reach out. You know, if, if they have a need, if they have an idea, question. We've had people helping, you know, um, deliver the baby bundles. We've had people knitting. Oh, You know, we've uh, had baby quilts would be great. Yeah, baby quilts. Um, you know, we will have additional educational, um, programming and resources. We've heard a lot of questions around child development. Mm -hmm. Um, so we talked, I talked to several, you know, we have incredible people that live here that are school psychologists, that are teachers, that are speech pathologists, you know, we have this incredible resource. How do we make it easy for parents to, to, um, be parents and how do we get their questions answered in a, in a, in a. Community-based way. So, any any ideas, any supports? We have a an ambassador program and sponsorship programs um, for for both the environmental and the um, young child and parenting uh, programs. And again, we'll look at our seniors too. We, we haven't quite. Um, Figured out what what the needs are and what our role can be there, but you know if people have ideas and and somebody wanted programs, to donate hundred
0: dollars, you'll take their money.
1: Absolutely, we have we have people that have they've supported either the their passions, the environment. Mm-hmm. They've become environment ambassadors. We have welcome baby ambassadors. Um, absolutely, it, we're we're excited because now we've launched it, and now our goal is to sustain it in a, in mm-hmm. a really high value way, and we're confident we'll be able to do that but welcome anybody's support and input.
0: Awesome. That's great. So did we not cover anything that you guys wanted to cover?
1: We do have a full range of events and and programming to to launch the eco-friendly education initiatives and fill the
2: Right, so there was another uh, (coughs) Earth Day composting workshop on, I think it's Sunday, April 26th. And Celeste is doing that uh, with Celeste Barr with Beaver Brook and Milford Thrives. At the UU. At the
1: University, yeah, the UU yeah. Church. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so the environmental initiatives, yes, we are launching this compost challenge, which is awesome. And we're co hosting Bea Johnson with Beaver Brook. Um, but then there are all, all these other pieces, like, like, like Nancy said, the Composting 101 and the Composting Workshop at the UU. It's and the really a holistic,
2: right? And Milford approach. at the Milford Plant Sale, which is yeah. Saturday, May sixteenth. Um, the children's area is going to be something less focused on things to take home, and more focused on having fun outdoor play and Good. promoting the Compost Challenge there.
0: Yeah. I Think that's about it. To be continued. <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> we can do this. We can do this. This would actually be. I'm. I'm not, I don't mean me, but. Doing like a monthly podcast with what you guys are trying to do, I sure. think that'd be a wonderful Recordedly, thing. yeah. You guys, yeah. Are, right? Just yeah, get up what people are doing.
1: Yeah, because literally, Tim, it's been six months, and look at it. It's like
0: <laughs> that's great. That's great. All right. Quick production note: Due to the COVID nineteen situation, all dates of events that were discussed during this episode are obviously subject to change please check the Milford Thrive's website for any updates. So thank you both for talking with us today. As I said earlier, I can just see your enthusiasm oozing out. It's, uh, it's great. Uh, thank you to everyone who has listened today. Our theme music for this episode was written and performed by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or most major podcast applications. You can also stream directly from our website at granitetalk.com. As always, we welcome any and all feedback or suggestions that you may have. We invite you to go to Granite Talk's Facebook page at facebook.com slash Thank you again for listening, and we hope you join us again for another episode of Granite Talk.